Welcome to the North Star Survival Podcast, where we talk about our journey, our community, how we're progressing, things in the world, and everything under and above. Your episode starts now. All right, let's begin. Welcome to episode one of the North Star Survival Podcast. I am your host, Talon Barney, with my wonderful co host Matthew Vincent Garlic and Logan Ramon Bench. Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> like that. It's Monroe. Monroe. <laughs> I was close. Uh, All right. Well, North Star Survival was birthed in November. That's when we started, but technically it was birthed at the beginning of 2020, right? February 2020? Yeah. January? Something like that. If you don't know, 2020 was a terrible pandemic. We're still in a horrible pandemic. And as we were preparing for different things, I first, I actually can't remember how this exactly started. uh, But I do remember thinking that um, as I started kind of prepping and going into doomsday mode, most of the people that I would talk to had no clue about anything with prepping. Right, so people wanted to be prepared. People wanted to know more about it, but either a they had no knowledge of it, and they weren't about to go research it themselves for whatever reasons they were busy or whatnot, or b they had a knowledge of it, but they it was kind of overwhelming for them. They had actually no clue how to prepare. So for me, that's kind of where the desire was birthed. Of like, dude, people want survival kits. They want to be prepared. They just don't have the resources for it, and they have no clue how to go about it. Yeah. And I mean, I, I would even say there's some people that just think it's a waste too, <laughs> but I've oh, noticed that totally. people they are just like, eh, I'll get to it, get to it. Or like if something really, really, really crazy happened, even crazier than COVID-19 that they would just run to Costco really quick. Like that we found that too. So there's just a lot of people out there that really aren't prepared and think it's a waste yeah. of time. So. Which I think was eye opening because especially when like during that time when toilet paper started to run out, and you'd go to Costco and then they start to limit everything. Like you could only have one bag of flour, one bag of wheat. Then it was like, dude, if this, like, if there's an actual like bad thing that happens, cause we know the pandemic is a fake. If there was an actual <laughs> bad thing that happens, <laughs> then uh, like you can't just rush to the store and get what you, you want. You can't just order a kit off of Amazon. Like that's completely shut down. So it's like, then if that happens, what route do you go and how are people prepared? Yeah. Yeah, no, and I agree. So we, we we got like super pumped about it earlier in February of 2020. And then we kind of just like let it go for a while. And I remember <clears throat> it was like October. I randomly texted Logan. I'm like, start a company. <laughs> I mean, we're like, let's talk about it more. I texted him and he's like, okay. And then I called him and I'm like, I mean, we could sell survival kits or something like we talked about earlier. And he's like, yeah, we just need marketing. I'm like, well, let's give talent call real quick. And we just talked about it. And then like, what was it within like a day or two? We just like started it all. And then we just, it's kind of just how it like, we started earlier in February, but we kind of just let it go for a while. And then we just yeah. randomly talked about it again. And it happened so fast. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, I do. Re- I do remember the first time we did it. We actually someone made like an Excel spreadsheet. I think it was Logan, 
and like put like some like different <laughs> fulfillment places that could help us with survival kits. And I think it was just overwhelming in the beginning and everyone was busy and there was just, we didn't, it, we just didn't know where to start. You know what I mean? It was like this massive endeavor of like, where do you even start to like start manufacturing survival kits and then start, you know, getting those out to people. And so I think it kind of just fell off and then boom, you know, later in the year it, it came up again, that seed was sprouted and it was time. We were filled with the spirit of God of preparation. <sighs> We'd be underprepared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think ultimately what drove us was just, I think we all had the initial, you know, drive of for ourselves. You know, for me, like in the back of my mind, I've always been like, oh, I should probably, you know, get a little bit better prepared for just emergencies, you know, with the fires that were going on earlier in the year with like Australia. And then, oh, yeah, I forgot about know, that. I think we forgot about that. And then, you know, Utah had the earthquake, and it's just more of just, you know, those natural disasters you know, are happening more frequently that just always in the back of your mind, you're like, Oh, maybe I should get a little bit more prepared. But I think what pushed us over the edge was just the panic that we all kind of felt. And so, you know, like Matt said, you know, reaching out and trying to say like, let's, let's start this business. I think ultimately what we kind of decided was that our approach would be more of helping people find peace of mind rather than, you know, trying to cause more panic and fear. And I think that's what really sets us, set us apart. The first month that we launched our company was that people recognized that, um, you know, and, and wanted to share that with their, their families from what we saw. But I think what really drove us was just that it was a great product that we're going to, you know, be helping people at the end of the day, which not a lot of businesses, you know, take that approach. Yeah. Agreed. I think that's, and now I think that was super beneficial because let's be honest, no one, nobody really wanted a survival kit. No, in general, nobody wants a survival kit and nobody, well, I guess I should rephrase that. No one wants to spend their hard earned money on a survival kit. And so once we came from the approach of more an emotional humanistic side where it was like, yes, it is a survival kit, but the whole point of this is to bring you peace of mind. It's to bring you that preparation so that you can then move past that and really focus on your life, focus on your family, focus on your career because you know that you are prepared when something will strike again. And I think that really struck a chord with people and, and people are more open to it now because of the current world standings. It's like, you could have never guessed that we would be in a pandemic. You could have never guessed that you, we would run out of toilet paper or that earthquakes would start hitting around the world or that California would catch on fire. Like no one anticipated that. And so now that that has happened, I think people are now open to it and are like, you know, it's, it's time to get prepared. So it was kind of a perfect storm. Yeah. And I mean, that's, I think that's our main approach is that yeah, COVID-19 2020 was a big wake up call for most people. And so should something like that happen again, or even on an even greater scale, we're trying to really help as many families as possible to not, so they can have that peace of mind, like Logan said, and be more prepared. So, yeah. How uh, I think what's be hard for people too is like what was really great the last couple months was just, you know, people care about their families, and then you know what a better way to give somebody peace of mind 
then, you know, sending them a, a survival kit, you know, that was the great thing, like, that we saw just at the beginning that it, a lot of people were buying them for friends and family, you know, and that's really what helped us grow really fast initially was just that people recognized once they received their kit and saw what great product it was that they wanted to share that right away and, and share it with, with their friends, you know? I, yeah. And I think that, um, I honestly think one of our upsides that we have and why it's worked out so well is that we're actually not survivalists. Like I know nothing about survival and like you guys are not like these elite survivalists. And I think the reason why that has actually worked for us and why we've been able to hedge that is because we haven't gotten caught up on the product necessarily or the more tactical stuff. It's been more about the emotion and the purpose of it of like we are trying to help as many people get prepared as we can and get this kit into many as many families as we can. And we're coming more from that perspective rather than a more tactical perspective of like learn this skill and do this and get this tool. Like it's very different from most survival companies, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think like early on we we talked about targeting, you know, the everyday family, like we've mentioned of just if, if we can empower communities or families, then it's basically when a disaster happens and we have more people prepared, then more of those resources can be allocated to those that, that need it versus, you know, everybody struggling. And that was kind of our approach when we first started was, you know, do we get the, the top quality stuff, like you said, more tactical or those things, or do we give things that, you know, the everyday person would understand how to use and it, and it would be useful and still a quality product, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the more people we prepare and the more prepared like our neighborhoods are, it'll just be safer for everyone if something even much bigger happens. And so that's, that was our, like, like you said, that was our approach initially was not, we're not trying to go after the survivalists. We're trying to go after just the families that don't really have much knowledge and our kits are so, we have different kinds of kits, but they're so jam packed with just the perfect stuff for average, you know, the average family, because, you know, if you're a crazy survivalist doomsday prepper, like, yeah, chances are you're going to want to spend much more on a, you know, $2,000 kit or something. We're just trying to get it to as many, you know, families that don't really have the knowledge. Cause they don't like you earlier, you said talent is, you know, people don't have the knowledge. It's overwhelming. To, they don't know where to start. And so we're just trying to make that easier for them. Like we got the essentials that you need. Let us help you. So you can yeah. have peace of mind. I think the biggest thing that everyone's probably learned is just how chaotic things can happen. And so quickly um, when there's fear, right? That like you just said, Matt, with communities that aren't prepared, there's panic and, and people turn to drastic means when that happens. And so, you know, essentially we're, we're providing and, um, people peace of mind, right? Like, yes, it's just a simple kit, but at the end of the day, if, if your family has an emergency and they're ready to go and just can grab their bags and go, then just think of, you know, how much less fear or panic there would be in, in the community, you know? Right. I just received a call in the middle of that. So hopefully that didn't mess up the recording. <laughs> I, I remember um, a specific moment where when we were first trying to get product shots of the BFF bag, 
I'm in, I'm in Utah, obviously Matt's in Utah, Logan's up in Idaho. Um, but I took, uh, our orange survival kit up to Tibble Fork and I was taking photos of it around the lake and a ton of people were commenting on it. And one dude made it some old dude. He made a comment and he was like, yeah, dude, last Christmas, like I had just bought all of my kids, 72 hour kits. He was like, they, he's like, it's probably not what they were expecting for Christmas, but he's like, I thought it was actually the perfect gift. And he was like, it's something that they can always just have around with them everywhere. And that was kind of what triggered the idea of branding that kit as the BFF kit or the, you know, the best friend forever. It's the, it's the kit that like, it's not just this tactical, tactical kit that you put up in your closet and kind of forget about that collects dust. But it's this, it's this very functional kit um, that you can take with you everywhere, you know, that a soccer mom can throw in the car in case something happens on the road or there's an injury or you go up to the lake with your family on an outing and you can have that with you because it's waterproof. Like that was some of the perspective too, from a, from a branding, uh, point of view was that we want to make a kit that's not this very ephemeral kit that you never see. It's, it's a kit that has a place within the family that's always there so that if disaster does strike, you know where it is. It's with you and it has a place uh, next to you. And that was kind of a, a big idea, a big part of it too in the beginning. Right. And I think, I mean, we we had a lot of success. We've had a lot of success with that kit, branding it. Um, it's, it's a terrific kit. A lot of people have complimented it, say how awesome it is. It's waterproof. You know, it serves as a flotation device that we've tested. Um, We've had great oh, success. It. Yeah, with influencers. The nice thing about it is that you know it does have that extra space, um, so you can put like your your own personal belongings on there, extra diapers, you know, wipes, stuff like that. But like so far, our, our main successes have been through influencers, right? Um, we've we've had a, several campaigns that weren't great um, with influencers, but there's been a few that have been terrific. Should we name names? Nah, I don't think we should name names. <laughs> it's not name names, but you know, as as a company, just you've been trying to be transparent, right, and and be able to create a a, a movement that we've been kind of saying, or uh, almost you know, a culture of bringing people into what we we want to be as a, a club, where we can you know look towards each other for you know. Like, again, like comfort or, or direction and, and come together as a community in, you know, developing something more than just a product at the end of the day, you know, and I, I think that's something that is sets us apart from other, you know, survivalist companies. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's, I think that's our big kind of what we've both all three have agreed on that we want to focus on more in 2021 is, is that, that movement, that club. Um, cause I mean, our, our website is North star survival club, you know, that's our email address. That's everything. And so it's, it's more than just survival kits. It's that, that club, that movement that we want people to catch that, that wave, that fire of, you know, preparation, preparing just cause so they can have more people, peace of mind. And again, like we've said earlier, just safer, um, safer communities. So like having said that, like what? I mean, what do you think we need to do moving forward 21? Um, I know we've kind of briefly talked about it, like some of our goals, but like we've talked about like implementing some club 
club type system membership thing? Or what are you guys' thoughts on that? Yeah, I think uh, I think for twenty twenty one, I mean, everything with every business socially is really changing, and we're going through a paradigm shift. And so, I think going into twenty twenty one, community is going to be huge. And we're seeing that where, you know, everything is going virtual companies are having virtual meetings. Like it's everyone's becoming more joined together. And because we feel so disconnected from the pandemic, it's there, there's this crave of inner community and like a, a common belief system. And so that's where the club I, I think is really genius, but also practical and functional because it offers a platform for people to come together of like-minded interests and beliefs and, and find people of their tribe, a sense of support. And like Logan said, from the beginning, transparency was huge. And I think another value that was huge was accessibility. You know, that's why we've hand delivered like a lot of our products, uh, obviously to save, you know, uh, manufacturing costs and different shipping costs, but also from a point of view of like, we are a company that's super accessible. Like, we have the goal and the in the dream you know i often think of like in the future it, as we get big enough like not just giving out survival kits but like we become a hub for like when disasters hit like where people can come to for support they can come to for connections they can we're almost like this liaison that brings people together during chaos and i think that requires a company that is accessible is transparent but already has a foundation in a community that has built up trust and that's got to start somewhere. And I think that's, that's with the club. And so as we build that up, I think one of the goals of that club obviously is just high engagement with the community and it's a value exchange of giving them something that if they join that club, there's a reward for it. And it is community. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like that's, I mean, that's how the three of us got together is kind of that we have that mutual interest in the preparation stuff like that's kind of how we it all started things were getting a little crazy 2020 we just kind of talked about it more and then this thing kind of evolved and so in a way we're just kind of trying to expand our unit that we have right now and so yeah i agree with all that you said i think going into 2021 we've we've discussed just what is you know our customers what are their um what's preventing them from getting you know prepared and one of the things that we were looking at and we're gonna hopefully roll out soon is just providing a way you know an easier way financially for people to get this stuff in their hands like we've said it, it is a, a you know a bigger commitment to spend money on on things like this and so you know that's something that we are constantly looking at is just how do we help our customer um you know, make it easier and less of a burden for them. And so like you, we've mentioned, you know, getting easier payments or, you know, getting it in their hand a lot easier as well as, um, you know, looking at ways of, like we said, um, being part of a club, like a membership of allowing people to, you know, take part in, in that. And um, I think it will be really uh, need to see this this coming year of how we just kind of take that next step as a company and um, you know and I think the customers will really recognize that yeah yeah no I think so I really I mean the club excites me because I think it's I just th I think it's ironic that we started out with club from the very get-go 
Like, I don't actually know how that came about. I think like we just, we couldn't, well, number one, we couldn't find the domain for NorthstarSurvival.com. It was already <laughs> taken. So we chose club, but like, we just kind of like the divineness of it. Of, like now we're to that point where we're like, wow, like community really is needed in the world. And we happen to be this, this club that's already situated. So that's, that's what I am most excited about. And I think to add more value to our customers, not only financially, uh, but emotionally as well to provide a ground that um, can give some people some type of, you know, emotional relief and support through these hard and trying times. Cause I personally believe it's only going to get worse. I think we're going to see some crazy stuff. So aside from just, you know, profiting and having a very profitable and successful company, it's like, can we emotionally make an impact in the world? You know, can we actually make a difference and be a support there for people when things get really difficult and when money no longer matters, it's like, can we still have a presence economically and emotionally during those hard times? And I think it starts with that club and that excites me a lot. Yeah. And that's why I like, I mean, that's kind of what earlier in this year, I mean, when it start end of this year, I kind of, we kind of all thought about that. I'm like, how could we better implement club? Cause that's our website, like northstarsurvivalclub.com. And so it's a perfect like it wasn't like that. We ideally wanted North Star Survival, but club was there for a reason. I think moving forward, I think I'm excited. Like like you are, you both are to implement that and see how we can get more actively involved with the community. Yeah. So to our thousands of viewers that are listening to this right now around the world, about 47 different countries, the club is going to be a, a subscription service that you can subscribe to um to be a part of the north star survival club within that monthly subscription you will have access to to wonderful benefits benefits such as you know uh faster shipping perhaps definitely uh free shipping for sure uh the biggest thing is going to be new products that we introduce within that club each month we will have almost a certain flair of like mystery products uh different products we're rolling out products that you can't access outside of the club as well as access to information, resources, and essentially support all within the club that is exclusive that you cannot access outside of the club. You can't find it on Google. You can't find it on YouTube. You can't find it anywhere. You can only find it in the North Star Survival Club. So that is basically what the club is. That will be rolling out uh, pretty soon here in 2021. Yeah. So get excited. Yeah. So we'll, we'll keep doing these episodes kind of on a weekly basis just to sh kind of share with you our insights and how our company's evolving issues we have. We might get in some heated arguments, yell at each other, you know, happens more than time. likely. Yeah. More than likely. Mainly, mainly me with talent. We've had, we've had our little battles, but we're good. Yeah. Matt. Yeah. Matt has a hard time accepting that I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, as I, like uh, him, I, 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 I edit some of his grammar on one post. <laughs> He loses his mind. What, so I'll be careful be, next time. What would be really cool is we build up the audience here is to get questions submitted so that at the end of these episodes, we can um, either do some rapid fire or do some like uh, start answering off some questions, do different things, have more fan interaction. What we should do also is call random fans. That's what we're going to do. As we grow and we get more subscriptions and questions, we're going to join random people into our phone calls. And we're going to talk it. to them. That's going to be great. Let's do it. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. It's been great. Thanks for tuning in to the North Star Survival Podcast.
You can find us everywhere on all platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Triller, you name it. And until next time, like and subscribe, and we'll see you later. See ya. (laughs) All right, the podcast is over. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the North Star Survival Team talk about our wonderful journey. Go check us out on all platforms, and don't forget to review us on Apple and Spotify. And go ahead and check us out online at NorthStarSurvivalClub.com to get you your survival kit today. We'll see you next time. Peace.